Hello, Acaville Radio. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Talk Acapella. It's a podcast for the acapella community where we examine the culture as well as the ins and outs of vocal music, along with the people who are working to shape it. I'm your host, Brian Alexander. It is so good to be speaking to all of you listeners out there in Acaville Radio. We've got a great episode coming at you today. Man, I feel like something we have been speaking a lot about recently is this whole idea of virtual acapella groups. You know, it's the thing that's in right now. So many groups are doing it. It's such a benefit on so many different levels. Tonight's guests that are joining me are, are members of a 14-person virtual acapella group with members from different parts of the world. I have the founders of Inside Voices joining me today. I have Nathan Rusley, Matthew Price, and Nicholas Gomez Colon. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? We're doing great out here. <laughs> Nice. Doing awesome. Cannot complain. Happy to be here. Good, good. Like I said earlier, man, I, these guys have so much energy, and I can tell just from the opening right there. Man, it's going to be a great show. So I just want to thank you, gentlemen, for coming on, speaking with us today. So normally, you all are surrounded, or at least virtually, by a lot more members, but... We just had to handpick a few of you guys tonight, but I think it's going to be a great show nonetheless. I'm so excited. I've been watching your videos for some time now, and just to put it plainly, you guys are amazing, fantastic, and I'm always amazed when I find so much incredible, talented acapella content online, and like I said, I can't thank you guys enough for joining us. So just to kind of get started, over the last few years, we've been seeing a growing trend of virtual acapella groups. I think this format kind of offers like so many benefits from convenience, securing the exact talent that groups want and so much more. But each of these group stories are different. So for you all, what's the story of Inside Voices? All right, well, I'll pop in here. At the beginning of the pandemic, I felt like I had so much free time on my hands. So I wanted to try something out and... So I went on the CASA Facebook group, which is now Acapella Now, and I was just like interested, who wants to do a virtual acapella group? Nathan was the first person that responded, and I had remembered in my mind, you know, Nick from our quarterfinal. So I messaged him, and yeah, started from there. Nice. I, I feel like that's like the go-to. If nothing else, go onto the Facebook Acapella Now group and post something. 100%. And the floodgates will open, you know? 100%. <laughs> that's it right there. That's, that's the money page. You get everything. Right. So, Matt, you mentioned a connection to Nick. So how exactly did all of you all meet? Was it just through that Facebook group? Is there any prior contact? Did you guys know of each other from previous groups? So I had my entire collegiate group go to the local quarterfinal because at JHU, John Hopkins, because our quarterfinal was like two weeks later. So I was like scoping out the competition, right? right? And he was there with his group from University of Delaware. So I kind of knew about him okay. through that. And then he had also messaged my group and I was asking if we were interested in having her arranged for us. Okay. So Nate, how do you factor into all of this? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of connection between Matt and Nick there. Yeah, literally none at all. None whatsoever. <laughs> Prior to that post by Matt on the Casa then page. Yeah, it was just, I saw that message and, you know, was missing something. And acapella has never been really a part of my life before college. And I definitely, you know, saw that post and I wanted to be a part of something special nice so that's interesting that you say that it wasn't really a big part of your life before so are we talking about just watching videos on youtube maybe just like singing in a choral group what's your experience what's all of y'all's experience and background in music yeah man my experience was singing in the shower listening to ptx <laughs> pentatonics okay. the ogs i never did really choral training or did it choir in high school or anything i actually was was really nervous of just even auditioning for any sort of singing activity. And so finally mustered the courage to do so my sophomore year of college joined juxtaposition here at Virginia Tech. And yeah, now I'm the president of the group and wow. couldn't have written a, honestly a better story to it. Acapella means so much to me now. And yeah, Inside Voices was honestly one of the best things to ever happen. Nice. Okay, Nick or Matt, now I, I need your side of the story. How did you all get involved in acapella? So I was very lucky to have like a really big music background. Um, I had lots of experience, like first starting in band, and then I became like a choir kid and started taking voice lessons. I really got into acapella 
in high school. Like Nathan, I also had a very big pentatonics phase. That was in addition to doing little group projects with friends in like the choir department. It's also where I started picking up on arranging. So for me, like I started small, I feel like I definitely worked my way up. I got to University of Delaware. I joined my collegiate group, the Mel UDs, and now this is my second year being one of the arrangers of the group and my second year as the assistant music director, as well as arranging and singing with inside voices. So definitely start small and really excited to work my way up. Yeah, a lot of growth there. Awesome. Okay, and then let's let's round it out with Matt. Yeah, similar to Nick, like I had a lot of musical background. So I was a choir kid. I did so many choirs, like Allstate. I did Nationals. I went to Carnegie Hall. So I was a really big choir kid. And in high school, like I just did everything music. I did theater, I did band, choir. And we had a, it was kind of like a glee club, but it was not acapella based. But I took it over when I was a sophomore and then made it into an acapella group. And I really fell in love with acapella when I saw Sing It oh, On. Great. It was amazing. And I fell in love with faux pas and I watched their 2016 set religiously. <laughs> it was crazy. So I knew that was something that I wanted to do when I came to college. And so when I was a freshman, I started my own group at okay. Towson and founded that. And I'm the music director. So three years nice. ago and, now. And what is the name of that group at Towson? It has an interesting name. It's called Untitled. Oh, I'm familiar with you all. Okay. okay. I just wanted to see if that was the same yeah. one. Perfect. Well, this is so interesting. I'm listening to you all's story and I'm just analyzing analyzing how much commitment you have even outside of Inside Voices with your own individual group. So it just keeps coming back to me. I'm like, okay, these guys are so involved with their current group. And then they're doing this virtual acapella group on the side, which man, must keep you busy. So what just kind of caused you to go down the path of, man, we need to do this virtual thing. Was there like any specific influence? Did you see another group? Did you just feel like there was more that you wanted to do in this space? Or what specifically made you think, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do something virtually. You know, for me, it was seeing basically the entire world shut down slowly. You're seeing all these collegiate concerts being canceled. You know, I know that was one of the first things that happened to my group was the concert was canceled and everything was just so hard to figure out. You know, it was kind of like the year closed on early. To me, what inspired me was radius vocals. When I heard them sing and put out covers, I was really inspired by that. And I was like, I want to yeah. be part of that, something special like that. And uh, when I saw Matt's post, I, I knew instantly that I wanted to become part of it. And uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. We've had guests in the past who are current members and who are former members of collegiate acapella groups. And that was one of the big things we've learned over the last few months is there so much was lost. And I guess in a way you can look at it as almost taken away by the pandemic from these final experiences for these groups. So I completely understand just the need and desire to want to keep pressing forward in light of everything going on. So let's focus a little bit on Inside Voices now that I have kind of a, a layout and a foundation of everything. So with Inside Voices, man, you guys do such a stellar job of creating content. I'm like your videos, they're short but impactful, the often of the pop variety and just have this sort of like trendy vibe to it, which is really cool. When you look at Inside Voices as a brand and as an artist, are you wanting to be defined as this current trendy pop vocal group or do you feel that the group's identity lies? That's such an interesting question. Yeah, that's like one of the biggest things that like we've kind kind of like, you know, focused on was having that short, you know, content, because, you know, especially right now, like TikTok, for example, is like one thing you really can make a name for yourself. And so I think like utilizing that platform, I'm not sure, really, honestly, maybe Nathan would have kind of an idea of how to answer that question. You know, I think especially what I see inside voices is as a platform for acapella, I'd say people who are really invested in the acapella culture to unite and be connected through. I think that's what this group offers, especially for me, is the, the ability to have connections, the ability to connect with other people who are just as passionate in this field. And I think that the identity of Inside Voices is really, I like to say, pretty trendy. Like we, we do we do emphasize with the trends, we do emphasize with modern pop music, but also, you know, our group is well diversified where we have 14 individuals who like different things. And so our group just as modern, but we're also adaptable to where we will pretty much touch a range variety of music. Okay, I can totally get that because I see so many groups nowadays on, you know, they're doing the TikTok thing and I get definitely why, why you all's aim is for the short content. I'm like, it hits, it resonates with people, especially people who aren't as familiar with acapella. You know, me being a fanatic, of course, I want as much content as I can possibly consume, but you know, I'm not going to complain out of the way because it's great at the end of the day. But something really interesting that you touched on, which is also relatable, is this idea of connection. You mentioned the members 
wanting that connection at the end of the day. When you're having conversations with other members from your group and especially maybe even the newer people that come in, do you find that that's something that they're personally looking for? Does that ever come up or is it just like, no, this is just something that's been a part of me or something I want to do or are they looking for that musical family? A lot of us originated from the idea of missing acapella. You know, what was kind of stripped away from us, we wanted to take what's ours. We wanted to bring it back. And the way to do it was to form this virtual acapella group. So a lot of our members who who joined or auditioned, you know, I've asked around. And the main motivation was to bring that sort of life back. And uh, a way to do it was inside voices. So as a founder, honestly, I couldn't be more happier to hear that just because, you know, essentially that is what we created inside voices for. Right. So like to jump off what like Nathan was just saying was I think it's crazy like how, you know, we have two members in Canada. We have a member in Los Angeles, one in Florida and one in like Tennessee, like all over. Most of us are in the East Coast, like mid-Atlantic area. But it's crazy like how close we have become through this platform. I had one of the members came and visited me on my birthday and surprised (laughs) me. I got my address from my friend and I talk about like the acapella family because it really is like mm-hmm. that you know and we we're almost on like a year of like being a group so i think it's just something really so, cool. so tell me a little bit about the social aspect of the group and maybe even the elements outside of the music because i find that really cool that you know you get surprised by one of your members who had no idea you know they could have been on the other side of the world and here they were at your front door kind of thing what's the the social aspect and maybe even the personality of the group do you guys stay connected pretty regularly outside of the music because for for me, I do a little bit of singing with a group that I founded years ago, but due to the pandemic, I'm able to rejoin them virtually as well. And so for us, it looks like we meet once a week to discuss the music side and some of us keep in touch. But for you all, is that similar or is it we, we're texting each other, we're maybe hanging out virtually kind of thing, game nights, I don't, I don't know, whatever you might have there. What's the social aspect of the group? Yeah, so I could touch a little bit about that. We have many different group chats, many different social media outlets that we connect to. We have like two different group meet chats just so we can communicate with each other. We have a big Snapchat group that people are always constantly talking in and just reaching out. And honestly, the cool thing too is just like now, especially even with our new members, we've gotten to the point where it's just like we send a message about something and like all 14 people really get into it and reply and like take it in. These can be like other music things that we're involved in. It can be someone just like joking around at work and like people will respond and just like find it hilarious and like just having that outreach and it's just so incredible my main example i can think of is this past semester i've been like applying to grad schools and like doing the whole grad school application thing and i messaged a group saying that i got into my top school oh, nice and they were just so incredibly supportive it was especially cool because one of our members is an undergrad at that school yeah so i applied there for my master's she's an undergrad major in songwriting but okay. it was just so cool like have that you know have that family both in and out of the music that's definitely one of the key features of this group yeah man that's good yeah, to jump off what nick was saying like i think like part of the reason why we can all be so close and like have a great connection and bond is that we're all acapella nerds <laughs> we are all on that casa acapella page or acapella now and so we all have like the same interests and we all relate like the friend that came and visited me she's like one of my best friends it's just crazy because like every time like i have an idea like she's basically right on the same page and i just think that that's like a big reason like why we can be so close because yeah we're those acapella nerds <laughs> i can i can relate man I, most of my circle of friends are all acapella nerds too and it sounds like everything about you know you all's experience and time as a group is just seem it feels very organic you know you're talking about the way you keep communication with each other the way that you know you all's personalities kind of match up it, it feels very natural which is rare you know it's not something you get with every group and it's interesting because nick i think nick just touched on this a second ago you actually brought up new members which i kind of want to just switch gears just a little bit here i find that with a group like this you're working with artists from different parts of the country maybe even different parts of the world i'm not exactly sure where all your members hail from but i know that you all say you're from different locations so let's i want to touch on your your members especially the new members what's your approach for not only bringing new members into this experience but maybe even the musical side you know the learning and the polishing of music before you record it yeah so there's a bunch of components that kind of go into it when we first formed the group since it was just the three of us we were looking for pretty much anything we were looking obviously for people who had strong music backgrounds but especially considering the vision we had for the group we had to look for people who worked with audio people who worked with video people who like had experience like taking music learning it quickly and learning it well so it was definitely like a really constructive experience to like first form the group back in last june and since then i'd say we've definitely taken a similar approach 
We've definitely kind of picked up a formula for how we learn our music. We've kind of picked up a formula for like the difficulty of our arrangements, how we kind of do our voice part assigning, how we kind of just construct our music. So now it's just really up to us to like find those people that are willing to put in the work, but also willing to do much more beyond that. I know, for example, one of our new mezzos that we took this past fall, she had put down that she was doing audio experience. And the funny thing is this past semester, I actually had to take a break from the group just because super busy with school. But I came back and she was already mixing one of our new releases that was going to be coming out in the next like week after that. Wow. So, you know, having those people that are ready to jump right in and really give it their 150% is a big thing for us. And like, we find that in our video auditions, like the people who really like show that are the people that we're talking about the most and like really trying to get to know the most. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you all are already at that level and kind of building that foundation. And, and I should have definitely mentioned this a little earlier. You guys have only been a group since June of this past year. We're talking not even a full year yet. And you're getting processes down and you're getting members, new members to fill comfortable with their roles and responsibilities and stepping up that's not normal by any stretch of the imagination especially with a group that's virtual with all of this you know and i think nick you were touching a little bit but maybe we can dive just even a little bit deeper and of course anyone answer how do you build chemistry and cohesion with the virtual group not only vocally but the non-music side of things because that's something i think a lot of people are trying to figure out and they're currently struggling with they want to continue singing they want to do all these things and they have people who might be in different parts of the country, but there's really no great substitute for that in-person experience as what I've been learning from a lot of acapella groups. You can make it happen, of course, but there's no substitute, but you still have to make everything feel natural and organic as we were talking about. So how do you all build chemistry and cohesion with each other and with the rest of the members? I personally like in the process of like looking for new members and looking to, to recruit new people, I find myself really like learning what people offer in their audition videos. Kind of going back to what Matthew said earlier, we really came together just because of trying to find a new outlet amidst the pandemic. This was especially true when we first formed the group. We really like learned that from other people in their videos. In our callback process specifically, we like to send out just like a couple of questions for like the person to answer, you know, some silly stuff. But the last one, of course, being why do you think you'd be a good fit for Inside of Voices and what the group has to offer? And I definitely can say knowing the people that are in the group, like those are like 11 answers that really told me and like really like told me about how this person wants to join our vision like not only cooperate with us to make it ha cooperate with us to make it happen but also add to it and just make it like an even clearer even brighter vision yeah so a lot of it for you is built upon what you see when they're first getting into the group and you kind of build off of that is what it sounds like yeah i mean i'm gonna touch up on i think for me especially i i think that reaching out to individuals and and kind of gauging how they are and you know what they're up to as a person i feel like that's what i did especially for our new members just just talk to them individually and then especially i just think our group as a whole all of us together we just do such a great job of just talking whether it be through group me or we have even a snapchat group chat we utilize all those different things to create that culture to create that commodity to bring that unison together you know outside of music and i think that that is what helps us transcend or translate that connection into the music that we create you know a lot of our music is upon collaboration and that's one of my favorite things about this group yeah i like that you use that term unison i think that's so important I, I can't remember what group i was i either saw something online or maybe it was one of the guests we spoke with previously and i apologize for our listeners if you were the group that we spoke to about this but there was a group that i know that they weren't able to continue activities during their college for their college group but yet they were still holding meetings like every sunday or something just to connect with each other because they they realized that you know so much about what the group is and who they are was more than just the music part which which is what you're saying, which is really cool and awesome. Matt, do you, I was wondering if you had any thoughts about the cohesion aspect of the group. Yeah, I think like one of the things you just touched upon was meeting every week. That was something that I was very adamant like that we try to do because I think it, when we're virtual, it, it can be kind of hard to keep up with people. Even if it's just small talk, like how's your day going? How's work? Like anything. I think like that was really important for us. And that's something we really, you know, I think the group had such a strong foundation because this summer when we were on quarantine we'd meet like once or twice a week and we would just sometimes just talk and it was great and 
Another thing is like what Nathan was saying is like reaching out to individual members. I remember like since we're founders, we, you know, we do a lot of the organizing and we kind of have like our own like little webs of like people that we reach out to. Nathan, for example, I know he'll reach out to like Dylan and like Jenna more and like I'll reach out to my friend Jackie. Nick will reach out to like Maddie and it's nice to see that like we have like this like web so like we can make sure like everyone's doing all right and we can kind of report back and I know that one of our new members Jarrell and Jackie they have become so close so fast and they have like zoom dates essentially <laughs> like they're like watching like Avatar <laughs> on Netflix together so, and it, it's great it. yeah, yeah. Th- that's one of my favorite shows so I definitely approve of that for sure man it, it sounds like there's this like wonderful accountability system going on with the group and it doesn't feel like it's forced or anything like that it just feels like it's part of who you all naturally are and would do and i'm loving it on that note unfortunately we do have to take our first commercial break but don't go anywhere we've been speaking with the members of inside voices we've been speaking with nathan matthew and nicholas and we're going to continue speaking with them right on talkapella all right you may not know this but acaville is a nonprofit. we're a community supported organization and the way we keep our lights on and keep the music spinning is largely through memberships and contributions so i encourage you to be a member of acaville not only will you support everything that we're doing and supporting the community and bringing great music and features to you, but there are some pretty killer member benefits out there as well. Head on over to Acaville.org, check out the member benefits because we'd love to have you as a member of the Acaville community. And welcome back to Tacapella Inside Voices style. That's right. We've been speaking <laughs> with members of Inside Voices, actually the founders of Inside Voices. We're speaking with Nathan, Matthew, and Nicholas and just getting to know them, getting to know about their musical background and getting to know all about Inside Voices. The first half of this show, we spoke a lot about the foundation of the group, the structure, about how they function, how they came to be, as well as how they're existing and navigating, you know, the perils of the pandemic and how any group can really just manage throughout this this time that we're all in right now. And they're doing such a great job of staying connected, establishing those connections and building that harmony with each other. And, you know, I've just been learning so much. And I've been enjoying just learning about them. And now at this point, we like to just learn a little bit more about the experiences of the group maybe even touch on some of the music and I think a great place to start is uh with you Matthew because as I understand it back in January you had the chance to sing with other members of Inside Voices in person first for the group as I'm told or as I read online it could sometimes be this toss-up on what you get from meeting people you've only known online so my question to you is did that meeting live up to expectations and overall what was that experience like? It was interesting. I had that was my first time meeting Jarrell, and it was only my second time meeting Jackie. We were like, we have to sing, like we have to, like you know, something that Jackie kept saying. We kind of were just like, what can we even sing? Like we don't have an arrangement, and like so we just kind of like went somewhere on Jackie's campus, which she goes to Westchester University, and we just were like, okay, well I can't falling in love, whatever that Elvis song is, yeah, classic. She was she was like, we should sing that, and so we just kind of like arranged it on the spot. It was interesting you know like taking our like few takes like oh wait what if we do this and what if we do this like it was interesting like arranging all together like that little process their the personalities just like naturally come out the way they do online you know or they do the same people oh, yeah. that you imagine online as in person definitely that's so great i think i've had very few experiences where i've been like just shell shocked by someone i've known online just like huh that's different than how to expect but it seems like everything worked out for you all because i'm sure you all spend so much time it just already know what to expect so that, that's great just hearing that i wonder if we can touch on the group now so I love how each new Inside Voices video offers me another side of the group and that the only constant I should expect is that the vocals are going to be fire. So sometimes we get a high energy, you know, straightforward pop jam. And then other times the group can be a bit more subdued and laid back, but deliver those elegant like close harmonies is just amazing. My question with all of this is what's your approach or thought process when it comes to deciding how best to showcase the talents of your members? Because we're talking 14 people here. There's a lot of options, a lot of variety, a lot of talent. You know, how do you decide what to put forward in front of an audience? There's many, I think many components, many routes that we kind of take with our music. For one thing, we've been lucky that throughout all of our covers from beginning to now, like, We've had many members arrange for us. 
And this, I think, has been one of like the really cool and probably the most collaborative components of our group. You know, not only are we like 14 singers from around the world and like who have different experiences, but within like the acapella community, we have all different arranging styles and arranging experiences. And I think it's just like those different backgrounds and everyone's different perspectives on arranging and putting our voices together that's allowed for so many different types of sound within our voices. Mm -hmm. And it's always like so cool hearing people's thought processes and seeing people's thoughts on paper, like when they present an arrangement to us. Usually like when we talk about arranging or usually when we're like introducing arrangements to the group, we, we tend to have a rule where like if a person suggests a song or like a person recommends a song, they get first dibs on that arrangement, whether they want to arrange it oh. themselves or whether they want to like, you know, join with someone to arrange it with them or pick someone in the group to arrange it for them. I like and I that. think it's through that that we discover everyone's different flavors, everyone's different ideas. I'm a very like visual kind of person, so I just think of it as like different types of texture. Like the same way that you look at different kind of textures in like choral music or even in band music. You know, seeing people's different thoughts on paper. The best example I can think of this, we were, we were preparing our set because we're competing in the Open, the 2021 Open. And that whole set from start to finish was just a major eight-person collaboration, just chipping in ideas, chipping in different, you know, techniques and just different styles to make this amazing set that we're so, so proud of. That by far is like the embodiment of how we arrange our music, just like all of us coming together. Even after an arrangement's done, like we'll like think of ideas and we'll think of like new ways we can even spice it up even more. Like Matthew was saying, we're like, we'll try it out. And then someone will be like, oh wait, well we should do this. It's just so cool, like allowing all of us to chip in and like, you know, let our voices be heard, not only in singing, but also in how we put our music together. So is it fair to assume that I guess the final product that we see is just so drastically different than the initial concept? Or are we just talking about these small minor edits that the group has just given inputs on as you're trying to, you know, like actually rehearse this this music? So for like our music for like the open, what it started out was way different than, you know, where it has come. Most of our regular arrangements, you know, up until like, I believe October or November, we were doing like these minute long covers. People arrange them on their own and then present to the group. We would have a demo or maybe people would co-arrange. And so it was usually like very straightforward, like here's the product and learn it. Okay. But one thing that like has been super exciting that like we have been encouraging people to do is to do like their little side projects. So like that's what we call our reels and they're 30 second long. But you just ask people like, hey, Jenna and Nick and Nathan, like, do you want to sing this song with me? And then they arrange it on their own. They do it separate from like our group content. Okay. And then we post it on our social media. I know I saw a few videos where there were like small members of the group. Like I think I saw like an all ladies number and then an all guys number. Would, would that be one of the examples? Exactly. And I, it's really exciting because we do song voting for our major songs so mm -hmm. everyone suggests their songs and then you know we do group voting and we do proposals and everything but not everyone's songs always go through so if you have a song that didn't go through you can still do it you know you can just ask a couple of our members and create the video and audio and we have so many people that are very talented and skilled in multiple different things mm -hmm. that just so happens to work out that if you ask anyone they can basically help with audio or video or anything man that's such that's like so wonderful with that for any of you has there been a specific song that you've been dying Dying to do but you haven't had the chance yet to kind of bring to the group or just figure out or just had the time for it yet not really honestly <laughs> we, we most of my ideas i feel like have gone to the group and you know we're still in the works of some and we've done them so i'm, I'm very grateful for that and this is why we created our group is always wanting to produce and our group is always wanting to it's hard it's much harder especially for, for a 14 person group to do everything and, and record audio so which is why we had these mini projects for the ability to have more content without necessarily having everyone come in because that's a whole production so much more work right so like that's why reels are a good way especially for our group just because we could basically do whatever song we want if it's a side project and yeah i don't really have for me personally i don't have any songs that we haven't done yet well that's awesome you know that you all have that system down where you know it's just allowed the music and the creativity just to kind of flow without any kind of hiccups so i'm extremely impressed now with the I guess the social part, because I, I know that's how a lot of groups are just doing the video thing these days is just upload as much you can on social. Is there a set schedule that you guys are aiming for in terms of regular content? Is there something that you're wanting to do like, you know, once a week, once a month? What, what's you all schedule like? 
So the schedule has kind of shifted, you know, as like we've gone back to school and everything. Mm-hmm. Back in the summer, it was like we would record audio and video in one week. And then we'd be like basically on to the next song. We were just pumping out content. As the semester has started and we had new members joining everything, the schedule that we currently have right now is that one week you'll do audio for a song and then the next week you'll do your video. Okay. And it'll flip-flop like that. And if you do your side projects, those don't have a deadline. So it's however that pace goes. Okay, so pretty pretty regular then. So something I want to ask about because you touched on it just a second ago and I got to ask it because I wasn't able to extract any info with my last question on songs you missed out on. Is there anything you can give us in terms of what to expect from your open set? I, I got to know, is there something? You got to come on. You're, you're on Talkapella. You got to give us something. So I will do my best to keep as much of the exciting stuff under wraps, but I will do my best to answer your question, Brian. Okay. So, how do I answer this? <laughs> I know, I'll put you on the spot. Um, no, don't worry. I think I can safely start by saying, like, the video portion of, of this is something that no one will ever have imagined for Inside Voices. And I say that really boldly in terms of not only like what it's going to look like, but also just the production. Nathan and Jackie like have done an incredible job putting together what our video is going to look like. And as I previously mentioned, like having an eight person arranging team to put together our set has been just like such a constructive and like crazy experience, but crazy in the best way. I think that what people can expect from our set is just like, like I said, a video on like any other Inside Voices video they've seen. And also just like really getting a little sentimental, really just the definition of collaboration within the group. I think I can safely say as like one of the three founders that knowing how much collaboration has gone into this set makes me so happy. And I think it's just so symbolic of how far the group has come. To think that literally less than a year ago we were just nine strangers and now like almost the entire group has put towards this competition set has been just mind-boggling but yeah short answer you're gonna hear us and see us in a way you've never had before so you'll just have to stay tuned Um, yeah i'll give a little sneak peek (laughs) okay i'll I'll give a little (laughs) i mean not audio or anything but i'll give a little hint the audio you're not going to expect these songs at all really no and you're not going to expect the songs at all and you're gonna be very surprised at what we did to the songs and the different styles that we fit into four minutes Okay, and see now my mind is just racing with what in the world this is going to be because I'm it should. at first yeah. I'm just like okay they're going to flip genres on us but then I'm thinking okay no they're going to just blow us out of the water here this is going to be something I, I don't even know if I've ever seen an acapella this is crazy oh my goodness okay well I, I'm dying to see that I know some of the rules of the open but are you guys planning on uh, releasing everything after the entire competition is over is that how it works yes so okay. pretty much what happens is. Leading up to the day, we're not allowed to like really post our video anywhere. We're not really allowed to kind of share it just because like, you know, staying true like to like the varsity vocals fashion, like we want it to be like a surprise when audiences see it, they want it to be like the first time that people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. So once like our semifinal day passes, then we'll be able to release the video and share that. And um, since it's one four minute video, we're going to release it as such. So okay. what people, what we will post, people will see as our 2021 set. Okay, well, I'm dying to see that. I will be watching the calendar for that because it just sounds like all of this is leading up based on what I'm hearing. It sounds like all of this is just leading up to like this culmination of everything you all have been working towards and working for. And Nick, you mentioned about the growth of the group from June of last year till now, you know, you all are competing in this global competition now. And I'm curious for all of you all, what personally have you seen in terms of growth within Inside Voices? Because I know Nick mentioned it a little bit there and now you're doing bigger things you're doing this more more developed ideas in terms of the the artistry here but what have you all personally seen as growth for you throughout this group i think for me i just love seeing the group's dna form since when we first started to what it is now and especially like each individual has their place in each individual the group is comprised of every member's dna into one and so like i just love seeing the individuals becoming more comfortable with one another and almost and i seriously feel like our group is especially the culture that we have wanted to create and envisioned and has become reality is like almost a family feel you know i love not only being a part of it but seeing it from when it first started to what it is now yeah and something i really really want to add quickly to that is when i think about growth of the group i really just think about like that little 11 person group that formed back last year June and specifically calling out Matthew when I say this like 
Matthew's been wanting to push the open to us since day one. And I <laughs> day mean day zero. One. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I say that specifically because I remember like thinking back to that little group, we were just kind of like, that'd be so cool. Like, what if we actually did that? Like, but we're not ready yet. Like, we still mm-hmm. need to actually like, become something first. And now, like, we have our group meetings like in January, February time, and we talk about these big ideas. And it's just like, okay, so when do we get started? Seeing like what the group like has done from day one, and now seeing like what we can do and like what we want to do. I said this word before, I'll say it again, just absolutely mind boggling <laughs> to think that, you know, this was just a little joke. Like we thought it was a joke every time Matthew said it, cause he would say it so frequently. And now it's something that we're legitimately preparing for. We're legitimately pouring all 14 of our hearts and souls into and we're just something it's just i'm getting very sentimental no no (laughs) i understand yeah the group has at least for me like gone beyond whatever i thought i could imagine about it and the best part is we're not even done yet like we're not even thinking about stopping yet and i'm just so genuinely excited i know i can say that on behalf of all 14 of us yeah it's such an amazing feeling when something that you just watch grow and put your time and energy into just you know just find success and it seems like you all are at that point like right now and it's an incredible feeling I, i get it for sure nick and i'm curious because i think this is kind of a perfect segue after just hearing all of that have you all had any conversations on what you like the future of this group to be? How big do you want it to grow? And is this more just like a passion project and that you're just kind of comfortable with? Or do you want this, you know, to be this huge, gigantic thing? What What's your goals for the group? I would say for me, especially, and I think for us, this is something that essentially our vision, especially when we first created it, is it's going to be bigger than us. That's That was our first message from the beginning was that this group is going to be bigger than us and even past our time. At the end of the day, for me, Nick, and Matt, I'm probably going to be looking out and seeing the group as alumni. So you would think that first is a crazy thing but yeah we definitely see this group continuing on and and becoming something more and i think as the world starts to open up again i think that's when we'll have a start having a clearer picture as to what that means but i i definitely see this becoming something more you know? yeah and that's such a good point because there's going to be adjustments of course when uh, the pandemic is over and not to say virtual acapella is going anywhere because it's it was huge before well it was growing before the pandemic and i think now we're going to see even more continued growth after the pandemic but matt i didn't know if you had any thoughts on you know your future and your ideas about the group yeah i mean like nick and nathan were mentioning before like me thinking about the open like from day one like i have big ideas and i would love to like record music and put it on spotify and like do music videos and i'm really excited to see what we can do as a group post pandemic Mm -hmm. and see you know what are we going to do are we going to meet up and record are we going to do the open next year if it's in person like there's just so many opportunities that open up when the world opens back up so i'm really excited for that because we have the convenience of being a virtual acapella group and all of that. And we have that basis because we have production skills and everything. And all we would have to figure out is like where to meet up, you know? Yeah, I think that's such a benefit for you all's group is that you all have that level of talent, even outside of the music, as you're talking about the production part, which lends itself incredibly to the open. But it allows you all to just just have that longevity to be able to be self-sustaining and do everything that you want to do. So that's really cool. I got one more question that I got to ask just to put you all on the spot. And I got to have an answer from all of you. So based on the videos that you've all released so far, give me one or two videos that you're the proudest of that you're you've done so far with inside voices okay i guess i'll go first (laughs) so by videos i'm assuming you mean like audio and video right yeah correct one that i really enjoy is jealous because that was one of the ones that we did with our new members like that was the first video with all of our new members and i also arranged it but (laughs) of course right but i was just really happy with how natural it came to all these new people like seeing riley like seeing her face off like in the video was just crazy and so that was one of my favorites and then I'm, I have it like pulled up. What is this one called? Change Your Mind. Oh my Ooh, gosh. Change Your Mind was crazy. Yeah. The video for this was so amazing. And I feel like that was like our best video yet. I love that background um, in that video. That was crazy. Yeah. And I'm going to give a third one because why not? Daisies. I mean, I arranged Daisy as well. But I, this is not why I'm saying Daisies. Um, I'm seeing a trend, I'm Matt. Saying, <laughs> I'm seeing a trend. Matt, there's a pattern here. <laughs> there, there's, there's a bit of a pattern. Daisies, like... 
to me, it brings me back to like when we first started. It was our second video and it's just a bop, you know? And I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, like I just like listen to Meta like singing her solo and I just feel happy and I'm like, gosh, like this is so fun to do. That's a great feeling, you know? Video that can make you smile. I get it. All right. Nathan or Nick, give me one or two videos. Yeah, I was just looking at the songs. I was gonna, I was gonna give another song that Matt arranged, but uh, we, <laughs> just to continue the trend, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, um, honestly, one of my favorites is "Break My Heart," the first cover that we ever did. I seriously did not know how everything, especially leading up to our first cover, it was just a lot of excitement. And that first cover was signaling the release of the group, the introduction of this group to the world in a quarantined semester and you know with a lot of heartbreak and all that stuff and so i that was really a big thing for me and that was one of my favorites you know? yeah it was like that we're here statement that's awesome yeah yeah all right nick finish us off here so i'm gonna say for my first favorite Definitely our cover of Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Not only was this just one of my favorite arrangements that I sang for the group, but I feel that this one just really symbolizes like the fun that this group has. If there's one video that I think really shows off our personalities as to who we really are, both in and out of the music, it's Watermelon Sugar. And I say that specifically because I'm a music student teacher right now. I'm a music education major and I actually just used our cover for a lesson. Oh, nice. So I got to watch the video back a bunch of times and just seeing everyone's just genuine faces and like, just seeing everyone really get into it so naturally, even though we're so distant from really different parts of the world, it warms my heart up. And to agree with Matthew, I'm going to say my other one is also Change Your Mind. This is, I think, one of the only videos that the group made when I was taking my break last semester. And not only was I just blown away by the videography and the musicality of it, but it goes back to that point you were making, Brian, about, you know, or no, I think it was Nathan who said this, like, one day, like, we are going to be alumni of this group. And, you know, not being in the video and, like, just really sitting back and watching that video, it made me so happy because it made me think about what you said. Like, this group is going to be long-term. Like, we have so many ideas and so many visions for how long this group is going to, like, continue and to know that like we can watch these videos and like see that level of content and can only imagine how high high up it's going to continue to get like it just warms my heart and it just really astounds me that we can start so small work our way up and even after we're gone if we ever leave that's the level of content if not higher that we're going to be seeing in the future so it was really nice to just sit back and genuinely enjoy that video for what it was yeah, I loved all of those thoughts and sentiments. I think videos, you know, they're like the, the modern day scrapbooks. They're just going to be there forever for you guys. Just think back on those great times, those great memories. And I've watched them. I've been impressed by all of them. And I know our listeners out there, if you haven't seen them, go check them out. You're going to love them. And with that, we're going to take another quick commercial break. But don't go anywhere because we have one more segment here on Talk Appell. And we're going to get to know the guys just a little bit more with some rapid fire questions. So come back and continue listening on Talkapella. Justin Glodich has done a lot in music, directed a collegiate group, performed on a reality TV show, and now he's in the classroom as a music educator, and he's got a show all about it. Aka Education focuses on how to bring contemporary acapella into music classrooms, and you can hear it right here, Thursdays at 7 p.m. East, 4 p.m. West, and again on rebroadcast Sundays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. East, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. West. It's also part of the Acaville Podcast Network at podcast.acaville.org. And we're back on Talkapella. We've been speaking with Nathan, Matthew, and Nicholas from Inside Voices. They are the founders, and they've been giving us a glimpse into what life is like with Inside Voices. We've been learning about their music, been learning about the members, been learning about why this project is what it is. And that last segment, we really got to just touch upon the legacy and as well as the amazing things that they're working towards right now. We just wish you all the best with everything that's coming up because it sounds like there's some really cool projects in the works and with that we are going to transition into one of my favorite parts of the show and that's the part where we get to learn just a little bit more about the guys through rapid fire questions so nathan matthew and nicholas are you ready for rapid fire let's go oh, let's get it awesome here we go and i want the first thing that comes to mind with these questions first question what's your favorite non-acapella activity watching basketball going on walks awesome all right do you prefer to cook or order out Order out. Order out. I prefer to cook. Okay. One and two. All right. What was your favorite artist growing up? Train. Justin Bieber. Kelly Clarkson. Ooh, different. Love Lots her. of different answers there. Awesome. All right. What's your most surprising guilty pleasure? 
surprising. Mm -hmm. What's something most people would not guess that you're really into? I like politics. I like politics. I don't know if people would guess that. Uh, yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. And I want to compete on Big Brother or Survivor in the near future. So wow. if, if the any of the productions watching, you know, any of the producers are watching who are casting oh, yeah. for reality TV, I'm in, you know. Oh, I love it. Advertising <laughs> on Tacapella. That's great. Let's go. <laughs> the only uh, platform. All right. Next question. Do you have any pre-show rituals? Pre-show, like for acapella, like before for I acapella, go on stage. any kind of performing on stage or in front of an audience. Do you do anything before to get warmed up for a show or ready for a show? I've only performed with Juxta, so I'm gonna just give a shout out to my boys, Juxta, Blacksburg, Virginia. We just get rowdy in the back. We just nice. get rowdy in the back, hype up, and go <laughs> show. One that my acapella group does is, and we do this thing called Go Use, where we all get in a circle and we're like, shout out to Nathan for being awesome, Go You, and everyone just says something different like that. Oh, nice. I've picked up on a trend from high school. Th- theater where we just let out a big scream for like a solid five seconds before the show oh. and we like to make jokes that like that's like every ounce of stress just like ah before the show and i've continued to do similar things to that ever since then and hey i mean they're all gone when i walk on stage though maybe it's before, before he records in front of the green screen you know he'd be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Lippers. i love all those ideas it's great all right Next one. Oh, this is a good one. If you had 1,000 hours to spend mastering a skill, what would you choose? Piano. I'm, I'm with you on that one. You know, I'm right there. If I had to give one that's non-musical, cooking. But if it is musical, then probably saxophone. Always wanted to learn how to play. I'd say for me, mastering musically would be the guitar. Mastering non-musically would be learning how to content create with like video production and all that stuff. Great answers. All right. Probably our most controversial question on all of Rapid Fire. Cats or dogs? Dogs. I'm a dog person. Dogs. I don't like animals. All dogs. Whoa. No animal I person. I don't. Yeah, I don't like animals. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't see that coming. So I, I like cute dogs. By Matthew, so. That's my thing. I like cute <laughs> like dogs. Awesome. Okay. What is your <clears throat> biggest pet peeve? When people walk slowly. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, someone chewing really loud. That, yeah, that. that's mine. <laughs> good, good choice. Yeah. Like smacking their lips. I hate it. I can't. Uh, yeah, that can get annoying. <laughs> What's the best concert you've ever attended? I haven't really been to many, but I, a couple of years ago, I saw Evanescence and a Lindsey Sterling, uh, Dancing Violin Girl, opened up for them. And they, then they played together at the end. And it actually was really, really cool because they brought like a whole like orchestra on stage and like they like, played together. And it was really That sounds show. like that was worth watching. That's awesome. I've never been to a concert i think the best show that i've been to was uh 2019 southeast quarterfinals okay nice yeah and i've also never been to a concert i could say like icca so actually the 2020 john hopkins mid-atlantic quarterfinal i would say is probably okay i'm taking notes on both of those quarterfinals i'm going to go find content from that it's got to be let's go there. all right final question if you could be reincarnated what would you want to come back as? A person? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be eaten by another animal. <laughs> Is there a particular person in mind that you would want to come back as? A rich person. A rich person. <laughs> Any rich person. I'll take that. That's a tough one. I, I want to, you know, reincarnate into Brian Alexander. That's bold. Bold choice, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a tough question. I don't know. Like, I mean, probably, like... This is going to be very, like, aw, answer for me. But, like, just someone, like, who does good for people. Knowing, like, the group, like, and knowing the times that the group was formed in, like, just finding, like, those genuinely good people who really give back for others and, like, you know, will always willingly be there for people. Like, that's what I strive to be. So if I had to reincarnate, I definitely would want to maintain something like that and, like, find a person who just really did that, so. I like it. I like Aww. it. Great answers all around, people. You can press the, oh. <laughs> This is, yeah, this yeah, is when yeah. we need that track that just the people are just like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the sound effects. Oh, man, we're going to get that. We're going to get that work into the show one of these days. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for those answers of rapid fire questions. That, that was great. Now, we always like to end our show with a bit of advice. We like to ask our guests to leave our listeners with something that they can walk away with, something they can take away either from the discussion we've been having today or something that may have just been on your mind. So we ask that question to you all, Nathan, Matthew and Nicholas, if you could offer our listeners some advice, what would you say? If I could offer like genuine advice 
just like for how I've grown like in and out of the music. Always just challenge yourself, grow, learn, fall down when you don't, when things fail, stand back up when you figure them out again and just keep going. I really have come to really like aspects of this group, both in and out of the music have really taught me to just grow and like let things happen for what they are. And if you get knocked down, you get knocked down, but that's all right. Cause you can stand back up and stand back up even higher, you know? So always challenge yourself. If you're trying to pick up a skill or just like get the courage to do something, just do it. And because I mean, that's what this group was. We wanted to just make acapella in the midst of a global pandemic and we just did it. And never hesitate to do something that you know you're going to love. Just try it out and see what happens. That's my advice. Always challenge yourself and never be afraid. And Brian, this, this question always hits home to me. So I'm going to try to say it without you know, getting too emotional. But this is for anybody who is struggling with their own insecurities, fear, and are struggling to even audition for anything. I would say when you think about it, leave your legacy. Really look back and say, if you hadn't done this, would you regret it? And I think that question really struck home for me. Single-handedly auditioning for this group changed my life completely and opened up an entire world to me. So I just want to say for those who are scared or fearful of, you know, one, rejection, two, insecurities, three, fear, just do it. We'll send that baby. Yeah. And similar to what they're saying is like, you know, if there's not a, you know, a place for you or, you know, opportunity, make it your own, make it yourself. Like just put yourself out there, be the change you want to see in the world. You know, like some, some cheesy stuff like that. Like, I mean, as a person that has founded two groups, you know, if it's not there, just make it. And I think that everyone has the ability to think big. And so that's like our advice. Never think small, like always think, what else can I do? How far can we go? Always just keep challenging yourself, pushing yourself and just make sure you're doing it and you're doing it happily, you know, make sure you're having fun. Wonderful advice from all three of you all. I know our listeners needed to hear that. I'm so thankful that we were able to get you three on the show today, especially as founders of groups. I don't know if enough credit is given to those people who go out there and just like take charge and create something new, especially in acapella. I think one of the biggest things I take away from my past acapella experiences as someone who's founded a group is people really remember their time in these groups. And it says a lot that you three were able to get together and create this space for other artists to come together and create art and not only create art but just build a family and build connections with other people that's something that's going to live on forever and so i'm so glad that you all were able to join us today and i thank you all so much for that advice because it touched me and i'm sure it touched our listeners out there and with that if our listeners wanted to learn more about Inside Voices, learn more about the upcoming projects, hear music, any of that other cool stuff you guys got going on, where could they go? Man, they can find us on Facebook. Just type in Inside Voices. On Instagram, it's The Inside Voices with an underscore after that. And so, yeah, those are our two main platforms. We're also on TikTok. TikTok. We're on TikTok. Yeah. We're on the bad boy. And YouTube as well. Definitely be sure. Yeah. Follow our YouTube and be sure to follow our individual members too. We're always making content. We're always thinking of new ideas. We're always like doing other things outside of music, whether it be live streaming, teaching, playing games, or just doing anything fun. Like get to know us in addition to our music. So give us all a follow, all our stuff's on yeah, our Yeah, and that's something I'm glad that Nick, that you said that because we want it so badly to have all the members of inside voices on tonight's episode but logistically 14 people on one episode is really really tough as as he said go give each of those members a follow check out what they're doing there's so many so many amazing singers and musicians and creators that uh, that are part of inside voices that man you you don't want to miss what they're putting out there so thank you guys so much for that we also want to remind you be sure to give talkapella a follow we have a twitter account talkapella two p's two else and be sure to check out our website at talkapella.org to hear past episodes and of course give a follow to our wonderful streamers that we push this show out through it's Acaville Radio they have a Twitter account Facebook Instagram go find them and then you can always hear episodes of Tacapella every Tuesday night at 8pm Eastern Time and as always you can find me on Twitter at the Brian Alex Brian with an I we want to thank Nathan Matthew and Nicholas so much for joining us on tonight's episode it's been a blast I've had fun it's been entertaining you guys are hilarious you guys are amazing there's not enough compliments to go around here but thank you guys so much thank you brian you are the man yes thank you thank you you're way too kind and i still think that your answer of wanting to be reincarnated as me is very bold i don't know i don't know it's iffy iffy choice there but okay i'll go with it but thank you guys so much once again that's going to wrap up tonight's episode of talk for everything else stay tuned